0: Hey, it's Josh and Morgan. Welcome to the Hot Coffee Podcast. You making me do this by myself? (laughs) No, I
1: just forgot. Welcome
0: Welcome to to the the Hot Hot Coffee Coffee
1: Podcast. Podcast.
0: Hebrews 10.24 encourages us to spur one another on towards love and good deeds. And that's what we hope this podcast can do for you.
1: It's our mission to use this platform to create and have boundary-breaking conversations that help to build relationships with your friends, your families, and Jesus through love and of course, coffee. We are coffee lovers and we are Jesus lovers, and we want to bring the two together.
0: Throughout this journey, we'll be sharing what coffee we're enjoying, whatever is on our hearts, and what we feel could encourage the lives of our listeners. While we hope this podcast reaches listeners of all ages and all walks of life, we pray it reaches our generation of young people, navigating this world while discovering their faith in love of Jesus.
1: We hope that wherever we are meeting you in your life, whether you are single, dating, engaged, or married, you know that you are loved. Grab a cup of coffee and, and let's, let's get, get started. started.
0: Hey, everyone.
1: Hey, welcome back to the hot coffee podcast.
0: We are excited to be with you. We totally missed last weekend or last week. We it were uh,
1: a we, wild week. Yeah,
0: it was pretty busy. Morgan had a couple big volleyball games last week, and uh, I was planning to go to a retreat, which we'll talk about later. But we just had like a really busy, like uns like unplanned, but busy week. Like it was like anticipation of things that we just never knew what was going to happen until um they happen so anyway it wasn't until friday night we were driving at morgan or sunday was it sunday morning i, I don't remember when it at was. one point we were driving this weekend and morgan goes oh, we, didn't do a we didn't do a podcast but here we are this week and we know you're excited to hear our voices and so what have we been drinking this week?
1: well as always um our highlander grog from chapman's in the morning um we need to get ourselves some news. We need to make the coffee your parents got us.
0: Yeah, I've been waiting because I, if it's not a good coffee, I don't want to ruin my morning.
1: Oh,
0: Does that make sense? I've been waiting. So, or to, like tomorrow afternoon when we both get home. Well, you have burnt Never mind. Never mind. Mm-hmm. We will try it some point in our lives. <laughs> <laughs> but we've been drinking some. Uh, some
1: Chapman's as always. And, and super exciting Starbucks. Holiday drinks are out. Um, I always love trying their new ones. That's a lie. I always love getting the ones that I love. So their Irish cream cold brew is out and back. And so that has been a very delicious one. I've had that a few times.
0: Yeah. And I, um, I usually try one or two other holiday drinks. I tried the sugar cookie, latte, almond milk, something. Almond milk it, it was, uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I had it hot, so it was pretty good. But while we were um, we were at a retreat this weekend uh, down in Kentucky, close to the town of Scottsville, uh, Morgan and I had a few minutes to sneak away. So we found a coffee shop, and we found a place called Beautiful You Cafe. Uh, I think it was a Christian owned, yeah, uh, cafe Mission. coffee shop. The menu I was read an article. Super cute. Um, that they had experienced a fire earlier in the year and like the community and these people rallied to, to get this business back in uh, back and running and so we got to check it out their menu was very cool there were all different um,
1: it was like different
0: themed drinks like like
1: Christian themed drinks yeah um,
0: I think mine was called breakthrough or something yeah yeah there like, was
1: also like a train a train there was also like a chain, chain
0: breaker chain
1: breaker one and the awakening is what i had
0: yeah i um, what did i have the chain break no you had
1: the breakthrough, breakthrough the breakthrough which
0: one. mine was a blend of coffee espresso and then it was vanilla and cinnamon in it as well yeah. so it was uh it was very good mine was uh,
1: mine was espresso and dark chocolate and something out vanilla maybe i don't know it was really good <laughs> there's also one that was called the waymaker
0: yeah so um it was uh, such a... It was
1: just a very cute...
0: Cool little coffee shop.
1: Yeah, in a cute little downtown area. So. Yeah,
0: definitely our kind of thing. So it was good. So that's what we've been drinking. We'd love to hear from you, like yeah, always, what always. you've been drinking. And uh, so let's go ahead and jump right in to our happy crappy this week. Morgan, Patrice, what would you like to start with? Pick one or Two.
1: Two.
0: Okay, folks, we are gonna be crappy. I just put them in order. So.
1: Alright. Yeah. Um, crappy. That's a crappy? I would definitely um well one, I'm still battling my allergies back and forth, but I think that's just this time of year. Um, but I would have to say that our volleyball season ended much earlier than um anticipated. We um we made it to the Sweet Sixteen for the second time. Um in a row. So we are back to back district champs and played in a regional semifinal. And we got there. We won the first two sets. We were rolling. We looked good. Third game, third set didn't go so well. And then fourth and fifth sets were just a battle, but we did lose. We came out and just I mean, we played really, really hard and it was such an awesome experience as far as like the atmosphere was unreal. It was unreal. It was one of the coolest things to be a part of in my coaching experience ever, probably. But uh, I just really thought it was going to go the other way. I really thought we were going to come out on top of that one and head to a regional final for the first time in our school history. And so when that didn't happen, um, even today, like it's been a week, almost almost a week. Yeah, it's been almost a week and I like everything volleyball I see I just have like this tinge of depression. Like I'm just like, "Ugh."
0: Yeah, it's a bittersweet thing cuz I love it because I came home from work today with the boys and Morgan was at home. So that was like
1: I mean, and that and part is a nice, very,
0: like fun afternoon. Don't get and... me wrong,
1: that part is nice. I love seeing you guys more and getting to be around for more than just a couple hours before they go to bed, but like man, it sucks yeah. it's done.
0: I get that. Um, I think a crappy for me this week, uh, Friday or Saturday or Sunday. Might as well say every day. Sunday, just driving home. We were in – we were real close to the Tennessee border, so we were in central time zone, and then we had the time change, and then we drove home, and then we picked up the boys from South Point and then drove from South Point home, so we didn't get home till late. But I guess that's if that's that's the worst of my worst for the week, I guess. But just, your
1: crappies are always that you're tired. Yeah, just I'm a tired guy.
0: <laughs> so into
1: adulthood. Better. Yeah, I guess I'm
0: just an adult now, but I don't like that. But anyway, are happy for the week? You got a happy? I got a happy. All
1: right, tell uh, me you're happy.
0: My happy was I got to see a good friend um, at the retreat. <laughs> um, I keep talking about this retreat, but anyway uh good friend college friend um college friend not really a college friend he's not a college friend no i he's a friend through a friend but
1: he's a friend through a college friend
0: yeah friend through a college friend he's a youth minister he's a good friend of mine <laughs> so uh anyway I got to see him and his family got to be with their teens and hang out and just got to get away yeah. for a weekend uh even though we were busy we got to yeah. get away and, and I, uh, just kind of enjoy me and morgan and mm-hmm. you know the rest of the retreat but we didn't have the boys. So yeah, it was last a change minute. Of pace.
1: Last minute my mom was like because we had asked her to watch the dog and she said, "Well." Because again, none of this was planned. I was planned to stay at home with the boys all weekend because I really thought we were going to win on Thursday. So when we lost on Thursday, we just decided we'd all go to the retreat and then we thought about Noni. And we were like, "We're I said, mom, can we drop, can we drop sis off to you? And she said, yeah. And she said, I mean, I can keep the boys. And we realized that might not be a terrible thing. So we did take advantage of that and got to spend some time just us. I think that would probably be my happy as well. Um, just having a really good weekend, um, getting to, experience like a fall retreat. It's been a really long time since I've been a part of something like that. Um, And just getting to like, see um, passionate Jesus loving teenagers just yeah. in their element and, yeah, and using was, their gifts for God was really cool. It so. was
0: definitely probably the most talented group I've ever seen, like collectively.
1: They just could sing. Artistically, could, yeah, music, they,
0: athletic, athletics. And like. they just
1: did such a good job. I feel like Alex and Christine and just like the staff in general just did such a good job of highlighting the gifts that those students have. Yeah. Like – just understanding how god had gifted them in their lives and saying okay you have this gift let's use it for god and i think that was probably one of the coolest things about it so so definitely yeah yeah so
0: we'd love to hear your happy crappy if you have anything that you want to tell us you're excited about or anything you need us to pray about we'd love to hear from you
1: yeah absolutely All right, um this week for our topic um, we've been talking a lot about the fall retreat that we got to be a part of this past weekend and um, it was with College Hills Church Christ, uh, their student ministry and um Josh got the invite a while back and we looked at the schedule and I was like, there's a I mean there's a really good shot on playing a tournament game so I probably won't get to go with you you know whatever but yes, I think you should do it. I think it's a great opportunity for you. And so um, so he said, okay. time came around like, well, I don't know how long after that, but he was told that his topic for the week was the Holy Spirit and that his students, that the leadership team for his student ministry kind of decided that, you know, they wanted to know more about the Holy Spirit and they had some questions and things like that. And so um, I was I kind of looked at Josh and I was like, you're kind of on your own like this one i don't i don't know much um plus my mind was very much focused on all things volleyball at that time but um so it turned out it was it was proving to be quite a challenge for you
0: yeah it's, it's uh, definitely the hardest i've spoken at a couple different youth retreats and it was definitely the most challenging topic i've ever been given and it's challenging because i think as as Church of Christ people or church people, we don't necessarily talk about the Holy Spirit because we don't, I don't think we, it's a challenge. And so we don't always talk about things that challenge or we don't fully understand. And so it's one of those topics. Yeah,
1: I was just going to say, I think that that's the biggest thing is that we don't fully understand it. So we don't talk about it much.
0: Right. So I was kind of scrambling. So I did a lot of, this was probably the most prep I've ever done for any kind of lesson. Uh, I talked to a couple different people about what they would do and what kind of landed on this idea of like, well, when you don't know about something, you want to know who, what and how, basically. And so that's kind of the direction we, I went um, through the guidance of some other people and some resources online. Uh, That was kind of the weekend for the retreat, I talked about one, one session was who, one session was like, what, what's the purpose of the Holy Spirit? And then the second or the last session was like, how, one, how do I know I have it? And then like, how do I best use it? And so I think Morgan and I kind of talked on the way home that this is a topic that a lot of people need exposed to, because it's just one of those terms that we use as Christians. We know about the Holy Spirit, like, and I'm using air quotes, like, we throw the term out and we'll pray for the Mm -hmm. spirit to do things. And we know that there's the Trinity and like the The father, son, and and the the Holy spirit. Spirit. Like we know all the vocab words, but we don't necessarily know how to put them into
1: Into our lives, uh, our lives. And so we just thought it would be a good opportunity to share a little bit on here. Um, with, you know, what we kind of took away from, from his lessons and the, uh, the studying that he did, um, in preparation for for this retreat that we went to so.
0: so the idea of who there's the big three there's the father the son and the holy spirit if you had to rank the father son and holy spirit morgan which one would you say you're the most connected
1: with i feel like jesus because i can relate to his life okay and so things the, that he
0: the son yes the son and okay. then it
1: would be god and then it would be the holy, holy spirit.
0: spirit i would probably agree too and i think a lot of that too is like what you just said we get to read a lot about the sun and the sun was so relatable the way that Jesus it's taught and loved people. Like that's what I, I a lot of my prayers, I, I say, thank you for the example of how you love people, um, Jesus. And so I think I would rank them the same way. So the Holy spirit is part of um, that big three. And it's important to know that it's equal to the big three, which is kind of hard to think about, but it's just like, three on the same level playing field. And he's been a part of it all. The Holy Spirit has been a part of everything. I talked through uh, with the teens that the Holy Spirit was in creation. In Genesis 1-2, it says when God was creating the the, um, the waters, that the Spirit was hovering. And so the Spirit was there. And then um, when Mary was going to give birth to the Son of God, it was conceived through the Holy Spirit, and then when the resurrection happened, it says that the Spirit. We read in Romans, it says that the Spirit was there in the tomb, um, and then as you keep reading and reading, when when the church started in Acts, Acts two, and they, it was then when the Holy Spirit was was there, and the whole church experience kind of started. Uh, so the Holy Spirit has kind of all been. It's been a part of it all. It has like a good track record. It has like a steady history of being It's almost as
1: if it's in the background and not in the forefront of the stories or what we read or when we study. So, I mean, we really have to be paying attention to to how the spirit has worked in the past. Um, And I think the same is true for the present and the same is true for our future. And uh, the second topic that we kind of went into Um, was what and like, what is the Holy Spirit? And what does it do? And I think my favorite takeaway from the weekend was, was the idea that, that the Holy Spirit's purpose is to help us glorify Jesus. And so many people think that like the Holy Spirit works in you and like, in a way that it's like a conscience where it's like telling you not to do this, and you should do this, or it's working or it's like, for some people and some people will claim this and it may be true in their own ways, but that like, you know, it's a voice actually like speaking to them and telling them what to do. But, you know, so often like I have random thoughts in my head that are bad ideas and that's not the Holy Spirit.
0: Um, Right. And I think that was one of the questions that drove the students to want to talk about this topic is one of the questions they had listed when I was reading through the stuff they sent me was, how do I know if it's the Holy spirit or just like my mind wanting me to do something or even
1: Satan creeping in trying to get you to do, like, how do you know? And
0: so, yeah, that
1: was, and my favorite thing that Josh said, one of my favorite things he said this weekend in talking was like, you know, when those thoughts occur, like when you have these ideas in your head, ask yourself, like, does this point to Jesus? So, um, and I think that that can be very hard to do like in the present time. Um, But you know, it's like, maybe you get the idea that you should, maybe you should be looking for a different job. Um, Josh and I have both, we've shared that before that we've, you know, had those ideas like, you know, maybe this isn't where I'm supposed to be forever. So then you start in your head, it's like, okay, do I, if quitting, does, does quitting my job and finding a job doing something else, is that glorifying Jesus? If it is, then maybe it's something worth worth looking into if it's something that isn't going to glorify jesus but it's simply going to make me personally happier then maybe it's not something worth um uh worth worth looking into or or giving the time of day and uh, this that's just that's just a simple example but um i also just like i think that it's very evident when you look in your past and josh and i were talking actually on the way back from um getting coffee and I found the, I, I, or he was talking about his lesson. And I said, you know, it's funny that you say that the Holy spirit's job is to point is to glorify Jesus. Um, because when I think of glorifying Jesus, I think about how my testimony and the things that I've gone through in the past glorifies God. Um, it's not a pretty story to tell. Like it's not something I'm super proud to be like. Well, I slept with these guys and I went through this issue and you know I I drank and partied and did all that. It. Like it's not fun to like tell that, but there's so much joy in me telling my testimony because I can say I got to a place where I realized I was not the person that I wanted to be and I knew I wasn't the person that Jesus had called me to be, and it was within those moments of wanting to you know start over and um and put that behind me and finding the love of jesus through from like through jesus but also in the love of josh and how he respected me like there's so much joy in telling that story regardless of the fact that it is full of shame and embarrassment and terrible choices and I think that that is just proof how the Holy Spirit worked through that situation. And maybe that's confusing, and maybe that doesn't make a ton of sense. But um, I just, I just thought that it was such a, um, such a powerful testament to the Holy Spirit and how it how it works in our lives.
0: Yeah, and the 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 route in which we got to that idea that that's the purpose of the Holy Spirit is in John chapter sixteen. Uh, Jesus is telling the disciples right before he's about to leave. He's trying to give them some confidence or hope in a situation that's terrible because they're about to lose their best friend. They're about to lose their leader. And he essentially tells them, like, listen, I'm going to leave you, but I'm leaving you this advocate, this gift of the Holy Spirit. And it's going to come and it's going to help you. And it's it's going to testify about me. And so Jesus was literally telling The disciples, you're about to get this gift, and its purpose is it's it's going to show you and point you towards glorifying me. And uh, we even walked through with the kids the the story in Acts chapter 2, where the disciples have been hiding out. They've been locked up, and they've been scared and afraid. Um, And then the Holy Spirit came. And when the Holy Spirit came, it was like they opened up the windows, they opened up the doors, they ran outside, and they started doing what?
1: Telling people all about Jesus. They
0: started literally telling people, first off, you killed the son of God, like you killed the Messiah. And they started like telling them all these things that just happened. But then they said, but it's okay because the son of God came and died on the cross for you and I. And they started sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ with them. And it literally led to people asking, well, what do we do now? And that's where we get Acts 2.38, where it says where it repent and be baptized, every baptism. one of you, and you will receive the Holy Spirit. That's
1: how you get the Holy so, Spirit.
0: But it's just kind of interesting that from the beginning, Jesus was trying to let the disciples know, you're going to get the Spirit, it's going to help you testify about me. And then when it first comes in Acts chapter 2, guess what it really does? It encouraged <laughs> these people that were just locked up and afraid to go out and share the gospel to the people that were they were just afraid of. So it really did like spur them to want to testify about Jesus Christ. And so yeah. I think that is so important when we look at our lives and we say, okay, where's, what's the Holy Spirit wanting me to do? Well, these little nudges that you feel or these thoughts that you have, is it going to bring glory to God? Because that could be the Holy Spirit working. And like Morgan said, it makes our testimony. It brings joy to our testimony to see how God's kind of worked and I don't know if this ties in or not, but the whole weekend was kind of weird for not weird, but just so strange because I was we were at the retreat because of a college best friend of mine who is friends with Alex. And so through fantasy football, I meet Alex and text Alex for five years without meeting him. And then we finally meet two months ago at a bachelor party, and then I end up at his retreat. And while we're sitting at his retreat. Eating breakfast on Saturday morning, my mentor, the guy, they one of the first kids that he ever was a minister to and named his son after, is sitting right next to me and we're talking. So it was just kind of like really weird how like things aligned. And so it's like, even in that, it's like, okay, the Holy Spirit 40 years ago was aligning. This whole situation is just kind of weird. Yeah. But anyway, that was probably more detail. Nobody really cares. But anyway, it was really neat. Um, How? How do we get it? So
1: so we, we kind of mentioned that it's, you know, through baptism. and But that's not to say that you don't have these feelings of you should do something or could do something or, you know, whatever prior, prior to being baptized. And you still can easily ask yourself the question, like, does this glorify God? I think that just, you know, gives you a good path you know, for, for, for making choices in your life. But, um, the Bible does tell us that the Holy spirit comes to us when we are buried with, uh, Christ in baptism and raised again to a new life. Um, and I guess it's my second favorite thing that I took away from this weekend is that, um, it's sometimes really hard to see the spirit working in your life, but we also have to ask ourselves how often are we looking for it? Um, And we, you know, Josh used the word yield for the kids this weekend. And, you know, when you yield into onto the interstate, you're yielding to other traffic. You're looking to see what other traffic is coming. And then you then then you merge along and go with it, work with it. Um, And the same is true with the Holy Spirit. You know, you have to to look to see how the Holy Spirit is working and then work alongside with it. Um, so I kind of love that analogy too. And I, I think that we do get so caught up in our day-to-day routines, schedules, all of the nonsense going on in our lives. And, you know, the spirit is something that I think works fairly quietly in our lives. And, um, we don't always see it. We don't always recognize it. And I think that we have to be looking for it. So,
0: yeah, I think, um, yeah, I think yeah. I agree with that. But <laughs> No, um, it is something I think that is always working. And even in Romans chapter 8, it tells us um, that even when we don't know the words to say or we don't know what to do next, it uh, Paul writes about the Spirit and he says, the Spirit intercedes for us and it calls out to God in a way that we won't even understand, but it's working for us. And so I think that was the biggest thing I kind of fumbled through it the last day, but that was one of the big things I wanted the kids to know at the end of the day was like, even though we don't understand the spirit sometimes, and even though we don't see it, and even though we get distracted, the spirit's still working. And so I do think we have to yield to it. And it's so easy in moments where we slow down to see the spirit working. Like if you stop now and you look back at your life and you think, how am I in the moment that I am right now? I'm sure you could probably see different ways that God's aligned different things and the spirits worked in different ways. And so, so many of the teens were talking about this this weekend, like on Saturday night at the last campfire about how they had seen God working and how the spirit was alive and they could feel the spirit working in that moment. And that's one of the things their youth minister, Alex mentioned to them. was like, guys, I, I know you see it right now and you feel it, but it's there all the time. We just have to be looking and seeing opportunities. And so kind of went right along with the whole idea of yielding is like there's just things in life that we have to choose to slow down. Whether that means when we read the Bible, we read slower and we try to ask questions to try to, you know, one of the Bible study things that we do is um, you always ask whenever you're reading, what do you learn about God, um, Jesus or the Holy Spirit? And what do you learn about people? And the point of those two questions is just kind of slow you down a little bit. And make you to think about different verses, different ways. But I just think there's so many opportunities. Or I just know the Holy Spirit's working all the time, and, and we're not always going to know and understand. But I think if we just slow down a little bit, it would open our eyes a little bit more to it.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, something else we just wanted to tie in with this is that, you know, we all go through difficult stages in our lives. We go through um, times where what's going on doesn't make sense. Um, I have friends who have had miscarriages. I have friends who have struggled with their marriage. Um, We know people who are just dealing with sickness that doesn't make sense. Um, You know, losing family members or um, just the pandemic and the fact that we're like still in it. Uh, As a teacher, this year of teaching in the pandemic has been one of the hardest for so many of us. And we are so worn out and we're so exhausted. I know we're not the only ones. And so sometimes it's really hard for us to understand why things are working the way they are and what's going on and trying to figure out what to do next. And um, I think that just some encouragement that is on our hearts uh, that kind of ties in with this idea of the Holy Spirit is just to think back uh, to when God guided us, when God has guided us through different hardships before. Um, This isn't the first hardship we faced in our lives, I'm sure, and it's not also not going to be the last, unfortunately. Yeah, that um, stinks
0: to say, but it's true. Yeah.
1: There's gonna be more and I hate that. And what's even gonna be worse is my kids are gonna actually go through hardships and I'm not gonna know how to how to help them always or be able to help them understand why. And I I hope that in those moments I can just remind them of the fact that there's always been hardships and there always will be hardships and that God always has a way and a will. To get us through them, um, a friend of mine sent me a song um, called Know You Will" by Hillsong United, and she said that she had been listening to it on repeat lately because she had found herself in a really hard situation. Um, and I, you know, I listened to it. I love, I loved it. I thought it was a beautiful song. And one of the lyrics to it is, "When I see a flood, you see a promise." When I see a grave, you see a door and when I'm at my end, you see where the future starts. I don't know how you make a way, but I know you will. And I think that that is so encouraging that what doesn't make sense to us does in fact make sense to God. And I think that it's, you know, as Christians, as believers, we have to, we have to look to him and know and trust that he is working and that the spirit is moving, and that there is a plan. Doing that isn't always easy, and it doesn't always mean as soon as we speak those words, it's going to get easier, you know, but.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think we may not understand for a while, too, and that's hard to hear, too, but there's, I mean, I'm sure everybody, there's instances where I look back, and it's like, okay, maybe it kind of makes a little bit of sense now, but it's been, ten years. So. Yeah.
1: and But I think, too, even in those situations, um, the way that we handle those situations, we can ask ourselves, is what I'm doing through this hardship, are the choices I'm making throughout this time, am I glorifying God? Um, and I think that maybe that will help us stay focused on, on the truth yeah. uh, that is God, on the truth that is the Spirit working. Um, knowing that there's a plan keeping us focused on what what matters and constantly remembering that god will find a way
0: dear god we thank you for uh, today we thank you for the opportunity to look at one of the gifts that you give us and we're thankful for the holy spirit and uh god we pray that hopefully we can have a little bit better of an understanding of the gift that you've given us but god ultimately i pray that uh, we know that the spirit is always working god that it's working to glorify you and god i pray that we can hopefully yield and and lean into the spirit and everything in the life to to bring you glory thank you for the way that you've worked in in our lives through some of our hardships and difficult times and God, I pray that you would be with anybody that's going through a difficult time right now, and some hardships, and just for them to know that you're in control. Um, God, I pray that they can lean into the Holy Spirit and to to hopefully see how you're working in that moment. Thank you for um, thank you for your history. Thank you for your your good track record that we can lean on. Um, thank you for all, um, everything that you do for us. Thank you for Jesus, and it's in His name we pray. right, so we're back with our Q&A to end things on a funny note or a fun note, hopefully. Uh, Favorite recent parenting story?
1: I'm really loving that this is like a regular question for us these days. Yeah, I think it's It's a fun
0: one. I think it's what the people want
1: to hear. I think it's fun (laughs) to just talk about our kids too. Oh, what do I want to share? Okay, so because we kind of threw it on my parents that they were – but I threw, I, I, because my mom last minute offered to watch the boys, uh, she also had some plans this weekend. So, um, she watched the boys one day. My dad watched the boys one day and my aunt Diane watched the boys one day. Basically, uh, it was, you know, shared on some days here and there, but whatever, basically they got to spend a good chunk of time with my mom and Chuck, with my dad and with my aunt Diane and uncle Scott. And um, I just absolutely love that personally, that, that they got to spend so much great time with them. Um, but my, my favorite parenting moment or story, um, is I got a picture from Diane on Sunday morning cause she took them to church and she took them into class and they had class and they were playing with Play-Doh and Jameson made me a heart out of Play-Doh and he So diane sent me a picture of it and said he was very sad when i told him he couldn't take the heart with him but he was thrilled to send you a picture so he just had the biggest cheese on his face he was so happy and then when we got home (laughs) sunday night to pick them up from aunt Dee's, she uh he was so excited to give me the heart and i it was in his hand i think he had been holding on to it all day and he was so excited to bring it to me and show me the heart he made me And he just held it. He held it like the whole three hour drive home until it almost started to break. And then I told him we had to sit it up and let it dry all the way so that maybe it wouldn't break. I don't know how we're going to, but he was just so proud of his heart that he made for mommy. And it was just like the sweetest, most innocent little, Oh, it was just so, it was just so sweet. It just made me very happy. I just loved it. So that's, that's my, that's my,
0: um, bit. I want to talk about Jameson too, but I'll throw something in about Drew. Uh, <laughs> Drew's just growing up, oh. um, so fast and he just is just, a, he just is like, he, he knows words now. And so he's using words. And so he like just so tonight, much. he stumbled upon an applesauce packet that oh my gosh, was, was packed so with some toys so that we had taken this weekend. And so. He just came up to Morgan and I both at different times with this applesauce pocket. And it was at, like looking at us like he wanted to say, Will you please open this? And then he finally, like, Open? Open? Open?
1: And he said, ap- Apple a sauce? A sauce? Open?
0: But anyway, it was just so And he cute.
1: just had the cutest little face on, like, Please? Yes. Without saying please, but it was just like the sweetest little, like, glance like mm-hmm. side glance of open open sauce open
0: yeah he was very so i was like
1: how do i turn that down
0: he's very sweet about it but going to my jameson story um it was so sweet oh man uh so we went on thursday to uh, morgan's game and i made it a point i wanted to take the boys because i wanted them to be there to see their mommy do what she's really good at and I wanted her to know that we are fully supporting of her and everything so we took i took the boys my dad went with me um the boys did great at the game uh, some a couple of our our friends were there so they had their kids too so we were kind of playing They were snacking and everything else jameson did very good throughout the game uh towards usually towards the game if i know it's gonna start taking a while or if he's getting restless, I'll hand him his iPad and let him play games for the last stretch so that we can finish the game. And so he was on his iPad. He wasn't fully paying attention to the game. And the game ended and Morgan's team did not win. And so Jameson didn't know that. And so he took off his headphones. He had headphones on. He kind of pulled an ear off of his headphone and he said, Daddy, what happened? And I said, Mommy's team didn't win. And he just started crying. He just he was he was weeping just and it wasn't just like he cried for like 30 seconds, he cried until Morgan came out, which was like 15 minutes later. And so I'm walking through the grandstands and parents are kind of looking at me and people are kind of looking at me and they're like, what's wrong? And I was like, he's sad because his mommy lost the game. And so it just it was just so sweet and it just he always talked about and throughout the season he wanted to go watch Mommy and I always kind of joked because when we got there he did everything but watch the game. but he really did care like in yeah. and, and, and a three-year-old way, he cared so much about so his mommy and her volleyball game and so it's just so sweet to see him like with emotions about something so simple. But not simple, but like it's like a sympathy. Like he knew his mommy was gonna be sad, so he was sad too. So it's oh, just that reminds
1: of... me. When we got when I got home that night, I came in and I had been crying, and he said, "Mama, why are you sad?" And I said, "Baby, volleyball's over. We lost, and I thought we were gonna win." He said, "Mama, next time you win for me." <laughs> I said, "Yeah, buddy." And I started crying again.
0: So, oh. so there's our sad parenting emotional not sad emotional Emotional. parenting stories uh last one as we enter into the holiday season i feel like i feel like we're in november so we we can finally start pushing towards this holiday season that we're so excited for uh morgan what is one thing that you're looking forward to this upcoming holiday season and when i say holiday season we're not we're not passing thanksgiving we So, from Thanksgiving to New Year's, what are you most looking forward to?
1: Other than time off school, um, I literally, I think it's just being a parent now, I love Christmas mornings. I love watching the boys open gifts. Um, I loved it last year. Um, I'm, I'm like... I'm excited to shop for them. I'm excited to wrap them ish. I'm excited to like just experience it all through their eyes. Like the way that Jameson experienced Halloween for the first time this year, I can't wait to watch him experience Christmas. But at the same time, like it was when Jameson was Drew's age, he was finally starting to notice the Christmas lights and, and understand that he was like, like, presents were toys that he liked and like just so much fun stuff, baking cook, like all the good stuff. I'm just excited to experience it all with my kids and through my kids.
0: Josh, what are you most excited? Josh, what are you?
1: Sorry, Josh, what are you most excited for this holiday season?
0: I am so excited for the arrival of Benji, the elf on the shelf. Um, I'm a big fan of the elf on the shelf. Thing. He does a
1: good job with Benji.
0: So though. Benji is just a, such an awesome little We need to elf. write
1: the boys a letter soon uh, from Benji, letting them know that he's Oh, when Benji
0: sends it, I'll give it to him. But Benji is just a magical little dude. He's just part of the family. I've missed him. He's been down at the beach for a few months. But I'm excited for Benji to come back. I'm really excited. Is at the
1: North Pole Hope Santa? No,
0: he's at the beach. Benji, Benji's chilling.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I'm excited, too, because I love... Christmas vacation. Oh, and man. so that's it's almost appropriate to start watching that because Thanksgiving. Yeah. So I mean, I, I love Christmas movies. Nah, that's a lie. I like the Christmas vacation. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited to decorate the house. I want to do it when the boys aren't here and turn them on at, at night so they see them.
1: So. That's, that's our favorite. I actually love that. I love our tradition. We always put the tree up when the boys are sleeping. So that when they wake up, it's up, and then they can help us put on, like, some of the, the, the fun ornaments that are theirs.
0: So. Yeah, that's my least favorite part. Like Putting ornaments on a tree is... Not with the kids. Like, I enjoyed that part of it with the boys. It's the ornaments on the tree. I just wish they would magically appear. Like, Benji, come on. Get with it. Just put them on the tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway. So, Benji the Elf. Christmas in general with the boys. Christmas lights. I... I don't know, we we just seem to always find fun activities to do around the holidays, so I'm excited to do that. Especially not with a baby, per se, this year, with a couple toddlers, two little boys, so. They're so much fun. We'd love to hear from you what you're looking forward to this holiday season. I am also, not to to short Thanksgiving, I am very excited to deep fry turkey and eat that, so. Mm not excited that the oil prices went up by $20, but I am excited to deep fried turkey. <laughs> so what are you looking forward to this holiday season? Or if you're a parent, what's a parenting story for us that you've had recently? We'd love to hear it as always. But
1: thank you guys for listening this week. Uh, we, we do appreciate it. We hope that it was a good conversation for you guys too, to have um, and think about, you know, the Holy Spirit and how, how God works through our lives and um just the the way that it could the way that it does intertwine in your life as well we hope that you guys can can uh be more aware of that i know that's something that after this past weekend josh and i are trying to be a little bit more aware of as well so
0: yeah and um, i think just kind of goes in line with this we've always said on this podcast we want to talk about things that sometimes aren't talked about so yeah hopefully this was something that You enjoyed being a part of we enjoyed yeah bringing it to
1: you absolutely we hope you guys have a great week share the episode if you're listening let us know um we'll be we're still taking names for the coffee giveaway so let us know have a great week guys bye
0: peace